Morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Groovy Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken Cousin, podcasting from Marlboro, Connecticut this time, and... My name is Baruch, and I'm broadcasting from Santa Clara, not so shiny, Santa Clara, California. Well, we're, you may not be so shiny. We're actually not bad. Uh, much of the East Coast is going to get clobbered by a big snowstorm this weekend. But I think we are just far enough north, ironically, that we're only going to get some. I mean, we may get three inches or something like that, whereas uh, Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia, they're going to get a couple of feet of snow. Yeah, tell me about it. We had big plans to travel to our Israeli office, a lot of our, um, a lot of JFROG, and most of the flights got canceled and, and what's not. So Which we office? are very well aware of the of the storm. Which office were you going to go to? Uh, the, the one in Israel, our biggest office uh, in Israel. Oh, I see, but you can't yeah. get, get past the East Coast if so many canceled flights, is that the problem? Yeah, and we are all on United, so it's all New York and... Uh, Right, right. I heard they shut down Dulles already, which is devastating for, for that. That's just amazing. Uh, at any rate, it's been a while. I'm glad we're able to get together to put uh, a brief podcast together. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you for your patience for all the time since the end of the year. Hope you had a nice holiday. Do you have a good holiday, bro? Yeah, and that was our first Christmas here in the United States, and uh, yeah, we enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, wonderful. Good to hear it. Uh, we had fun as well. Uh, it's been a little bit more quiet around where I am. The, the training business tends to get quiet around the holidays, as you might imagine. Uh, but we're building up for both uh, training classes as well as the, the No Fluff, Just Stuff season, which starts at, at the beginning of March. I should mention, in case I forget about it, that I do want to thank the No Fluff, Just Stuff conference tour for hosting the homepage for the Groovy Podcast. Uh, we are at nofluffjuststuff.com slash groovypodcast. It's that simple. It's in the show notes. And the recording will be hosted there indefinitely, so you'll be able to go directly to that. In principle, both for the YouTube video and for the audio file, last time apparently they only got the audio file, but I'll contact somebody and see what that's all about. All right. So uh, we put together some notes. I mean, I know it's been a while, but there are some – uh, major things we we certainly can talk about. I saw a a tweet just I think it was yesterday about Grails releasing 3.0.12 yes. as well as the 3.1 release candidate two. Yep. Uh, three uh, yesterday, right? Pardon me. Go go ahead. Yesterday. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's new. I haven't. Um, done much with the new grails although i mean the 3.0 one presumably is a you know just a, a not a major change to the 3.0 line which is becoming more popular uh, becoming much more interesting i i finally got a request for training on the 3.0 line which is nice um but the 3.1 line even though that's not technically released yet, I've seen some people talking about adding like a, an Angular JS front end on that. Have you seen that? Yes, yes, I heard about it, and we uh, JFrog look uh, look forward uh, to try it out. We actually started or about to start the migration of a uh, Bintray uh, to Grails uh, three, and we are definitely looking to, to for this. A 3.1 with Angular to, to give it right. Because our factory UI is Angular and we feel quite comfortable with it. 
and uh, being able to uh, to merge both our good experience with Royals with our good experience in Angular, it's definitely something that we're looking forward to to hear more, to learn, to try. Yep. Well, I think this whole trend of web development moving to more RESTful-based web services is something that is very popular. And Grails 3 makes that relatively easy anyway. And 3.1, adding this additional profile, hopefully will be very popular. I have not played with that yet. I did see that. Uh, I, I'm going to have to look that up to put it in the show notes. Uh, somebody did a talk down in the Austin Ruby and Grails user group or the Java users group about adding an Angular profile. I don't know how official that is, but it's good to see that there's a lot of effort in that area. Yeah, that that should be really hot because one of the weakest spots for 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 Grails, I would say, was the markup. So that that should be that should be huge. Right, and of course, everything being based on Spring Boot now, it'll have all the analytics inside it and all of the, the reloading capabilities and all the other features that automatically come with that. So I am I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what the schedule is for the release, but if we're already on RC2, I, I imagine it can't be that long from now. Probably within a month or so, we'll have the, the, the 3.1 official release. Yep, looks very promising. I did get a tweet asking... If anybody was working on a Grails 3.x book, you know, if there's any actual books on that, uh, I know we should bug Peter about it. But uh, Peter and Glenn just re-released their second edition of uh, Grails in Action just a couple years ago. I don't think they're up for a new major rewrite. Yep, that's that's an interesting question because it's actually a whole new framework, and there is tons of things to talk about. I would say it would definitely should be a rewrite, if not a new book, but and not just an up update of the one of the existing ones. Right. Well, thinking of the other major Grails books, uh, I always like Dave Klein's uh, Grails Two: A Quick Start Guide. Now he is co-authoring that now with his son Ben, I believe. But that again just came out within the last couple of years, so it seems unlikely they'd be interested in doing a major rewrite. So that really leaves the so-called definitive guide to Grails, right? DGG by Jeff Brown and and Graham Roche, which is honestly getting a little long in the tooth at this point. But I know, of course, that Jeff and Graham are very busy at OCI these days. I don't know if they're going to be interested in releasing a new version anytime soon. Have you heard anything on that scale? Hey, not at all. Not at all. Now, my plan is I've been doing a lot of video courses at O'Reilly. And what I am planning to do is to release a video course at O'Reilly on Grails 3 within the next month or two, uh, depending on scheduling. The only issue there is that it will be pretty much of a fundamentals course. It won't go into a lot of depth or a lot of the advanced features, although we will try to get something about profiles and RESTful web services in there and everything. So at least I'm going to make a run at it, but I'd feel a lot more comfortable about this if somebody was actually working on a, a Grails 3 book. So I, I sense there's a market opportunity there that somebody might get a chance to step into. Actually, now that I think about it, this is your big chance. Well, I have to admit that I'm already a failed book writer. Um, <laughs> well, so yeah, I had I had I had hard experience. Um, I was invited to co-author the Spring in Natural book, um, and sh uh, for a 
replacing for someone who replaced someone who replaced someone among the five authors or the four, four authors of the book and um, then I didn't actually um, have, have the opportunity to commit uh, anything to it and it was cancelled. Well, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I thought it'd be funny. No, I, I actually proudly can, can proudly confess that I'm a failed book writer. <laughs> I love to talk, but uh, less to write. Well, speaking of failed book writers, uh, it looks like Dan Wood's Rat Pack book, which we're still waiting for, has fallen behind now. I mean, it looks like Mr. Hockey, the inimitable Mr. Hockey, has now released his, uh, what's it called, Rat Pack Notebook. Yes. Yes. And just, again, as usual with uh, Mr. Hockey's books, they are collections of his blog posts that are lightly edited and assembled into book form. And I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm definitely going to go purchase that very soon and, and dig into that. Uh, that's That looks to be, I mean, he has been amazingly productive, although I suppose that's redundant, uh, on the Rat Pack side for the past few weeks. Yep, yep. So at any rate, at his, we put a link in the show notes to the Rat Pack Notebook, and of course he often offers many of his books, the the Groovy Notebook, the Grails Notebook, and I think there's, um, well, there's a series of posts on ASCII Doctor. I don't think there's a notebook on that. Uh, there's a Gradle one as well, and they can all, he generally offers bundles and things like that as well. So uh, apparently he managed to get in under the, under the, the uh, finish line before Dan Woods has managed to get his in, but we still have some hopes that Dan may sooner or later get yeah, it. Uh, I, I wouldn't count on it. I'm looking at the uh, O'Reilly site. It says uh, release date September 2015, yeah. and I see three chapters are not written yet. Well, Dan Woods, what can you say? Well, I mean, I expect being mentioned like this on the Groovy podcast will be absolutely devastating to him. I mean, he will be... You know, the alcohol will be the only solution. Unfortunately for Dan, alcohol is the solution for most things. So uh, it doesn't work anymore. Yes. Well, we do our best to, to, to insult him as, as much as possible, and hopefully it will be painful enough. Yeah, and both of our listeners should actually go and, and harass him as well, and we'll see how that goes. And, of course, unfollow Dan Pelopper as the first thing to do every morning. Yes, to unfollow Dan Bell. Of course, you kind of need to follow him before you can follow him. But that's you know one of the light one of life's contradictions. What are you going to do? Uh, but it is good to see Rat Pack being uh, built up and and some documentation on that because it's really becoming a very powerful, very interesting framework with incredibly uh, efficient asynchronous capabilities and based on Netty. It by the way, I also I still find it interesting that it's one of the few APIs that requires Java 8 support in order to run it all. And we're going to see more and more of that in the future. Yes, yes, of course, because um, Java 8 does a good job in, in enabling on that. And uh, there is, it makes perfect sense to utilize it. Uh, one can argue for backwards compatibility, but uh, Java, Java 8 is the, the standard now. And, and you can expect people to actually use it. it it's not something that, you know, you, you can only trust early adopters to have. That's, that's something that everybody should use already by now. And the transition to the whole functional style will be very helpful that way. Uh, it should make for much more reliable, testable, interesting code 
in the future. I am seeing in my area of the US or the, the companies that I deal with, I'd say there's been a relatively strong uptick in adoption of Java 8, but it, it's happening very irregularly across the country. Uh, a lot of the more innovative early adopter type companies are definitely moving to it, and a lot of the larger, more traditional companies are certainly taking their time. But have you noticed uh, Oracle has made it extremely difficult to install anything other than Java 8. They've really hidden the download page. They've, they've made it hard to find. Uh, you have to find an archive page. It's basically you have to use Google to find the right download page to install Java 7, uh, which is very interesting. Yeah, and that's actually very good because uh, Java 8 is, is one of those updates when you actually have to force people to, to, to update and, and never look back. Absolutely. I think this will be an interesting year to watch to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. One of the, of course, I'm sorry, do you have a comment you want to make? Go ahead. One of the interesting reasons to adopt Job 8 again is that functional approach. And speaking of that functional approach, I believe there were a couple of functional groovy talks given at the Great Conf in India, which happened, I believe it was the 16th of this month, January 16th. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just over a couple of days ago. Yes, it was in, uh, I think it's in New Delhi. Uh, that's now gr8conf.in to go along with greatconf.eu and greatconf.us. Uh, well, and from what I understand, there were, what is it, about 250 people were there. Yeah. Uh, I know there were presentations. Uh, Bert Beckwith did a keynote there, which would be fascinating. I haven't seen Bert give a keynote before. I know that. Um, my personal hero, you know, Paul King was there as well. I think he did a functional talk as well. Yeah. Uh, Soren, of course, uh, Berg Glazius, uh, the head of the Great Comp uh, organization, was there as well. I think there was somebody else I knew, but most of the rest were uh, native, you know, speakers or Indians at, at the conference itself. Yes, yes. And I, I also heard and, and what I saw in the, uh, in the web, very, very good... Uh, feedback, people liked it, and it's a big conference. I recall seeing something about uh, the ability to, they did either a broadcast, a simulcast, something like that. There were several thousand people that are able to follow a live feed in order to see what was going on at the conference. Although that may not have been live, that may have been you know delayed or something, but there was certainly a lot of interest and that's always good to see. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I assume that some of those presentations will eventually wind up uh, recorded and, and available through, you know, InfoQ or one of the other hosting mechanisms. Actually, now that I think about it, the Great Conf US talks and the Great Conf BU talks wind up on a YouTube channel, as I recall. Yeah, and by the way, I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if either last year's uh, European or the US are already up. Well, the U.S. ones, I know there's, I don't know if there are. Some of them, them, some of them, not yeah. all of them. Right, but there were yeah. a lot, and and yeah. they're very good about getting them up as soon as possible. Uh, so that's always a useful thing, especially if you're interested in more of the cutting-edge topics that don't have a, a lot of coverage other ways. You can go to the YouTube channel and, and see what's available that way. It's, it's a good way of distributing information. Yes. So that was one. Uh, another interesting news item 
is that the move to the Apache Foundation for Groovy has been successful on a number of levels. But I remember, I think it was Guillaume who tweeted and other people who echoed the fact that normal Groovy downloads were in the two to three million range. And after the move to Apache, the number of downloads jumped to 12.7 million of, the, of Groovy as a distribution. Yes, yes. So that's that's very interesting, and it actually makes makes a lot of sense because uh, we all know that Apache is more trusted than you know some uh, project which lives by its own, and um, that that's that's a very good. Eventually, it turns out like a very good move. I only hope that the committers and the community will have more time to contribute, and eventually we will see. Um, um, new versions, major versions, and uh, you know, with the rewrite of the meta object protocol and all the things that we actually look for um, for years to happen. Well, certainly. Although I have to say, I I feel that Groovy's relatively mature as it is, so that if the pace is a little slower on adding new features or rewriting the underlying infrastructure. That's okay. I'm able to work with the language and the distribution as it is in the vast majority of projects without any real downside on that. Uh, Grails is making big changes, and Gradle is making big changes as they move forward. But Groovy, I don't expect user. Uh, I don't expect changes that are going to directly affect the users, other than performance-related issues and some improvements in, in, as you mentioned, the meta object protocol. But I think we can wait for that based on their schedule. Yeah, absolutely. We can wait for it, and we don't have a uh, much much choice, right? We will wait. Um, uh, I only hope that we will start seeing the 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 progress ramping up, and and eventually it will be it will be done. I was a little surprised though at the at the number of downloads. I know companies trust Apache Software Foundation, but I would not have anticipated the number of uploads downloads. Pardon me to go up that much. That's quite a gain. Yes. Uh, by the way, if you're not aware, there's a Twitter feed called Apache Groovy. I do recommend it. It's a good way to monitor these things. The Apache Groovy Twitter feed also mentions when uh, videos get posted or other you know slide share slides get uh, added. Uh, lately, a bunch of the videos from the Spring One 2GX conference in um, I think that was in September, right? From uh, 2015. Yes. Yes, are, are now starting to show up on InfoQ. They have always had a relationship with InfoQ. Uh, a couple of my presentations wound up there, uh, the, an advanced Groovy Tips and Tricks one. And um, oh, I remember something in a news item we have to mention. Uh, one of my talks that was there that got added, uh, probably the weakest one, I have to say, was my um, uh, the, the talk on concurrency, the Jeepers talk, G-P-A-R-S. And while I'm not going to push my talk, what I will push is that the new Jeepers website is now available. Have you seen that? Yes, I did, and it looks very good. That was sorely overdue, uh, but they did a wonderful job. And uh, Jeepers, I still feel, is one of the under known, you know, I don't know how to say it exactly, it's just not under-publicized perhaps, uh, APIs from the Groovy ecosystem that is, it's, it's exactly your typical Groovy idiom of assembling solutions from many other sources and then 
putting everything together, adding uh, the groovy simplifications and the and the comfort level, and making it something that's incredibly useful both in Groovy and in Java applications. So they have, for those who don't know, uh, Jeepers, GPARS, the Groovy Parallel Systems has actor has an actor model in it. It has data flows, which are very similar to reactive programming. They have um, what else? They have the and they have streams. They have, well, of course, they have streams, even though Java 8 has that as well. They have agents uh, from the, the closure yeah. world. Yeah. So I, I, would say, I would say the GPARs can be easily compared with any other, you know, um, trendy or, or fancy concurrent model or library from any other uh, trendy or fancy language. It can easily compete with actors from Scala, with reactive programming, with streams from Java 8, of course, and it's all together in one library, and it's all in the syntax that we love and and, uh, and know. So uh, the only reason why GPARS is not by far the most popular concurrent library in the world today, I would say it's only a matter of PR and, uh, and you know, Right, and people being, just don't know about it, and yeah, exactly, and it's a typical groovy approach too, which is that they didn't try to compete with these others. They use the other libraries and and simplify and extend and and put together. They even have you know concurrent sequential processing and all of the other ones that come from other parts of the Java ecosystem, and put them into one framework. So at any rate, that's there. I don't have the link in the show notes, but we'll add it. Okay, uh, it's an interesting, it's one of those new um, top level domains like jeepers.website or something, you know, which is a, a little different. Yes. Now, speaking of uh, the Spring 1 2GX business, by the way, uh, I, there was a, a, some people noticed that the Spring 1 website went up for 2016 and it did not include the 2GX side. And people started reading into that and jumping to conclusions that things were splitting off again as they were in the beginning. I mean, the, the first couple of 2GX conferences were not associated with Spring 1. Dan Woods actually wrote uh, a very interesting blog post entitled Dropping the 2GX from Spring 1 is Good for Everyone. I put a link to the show notes. So I contacted the people I know, and it's, I don't know that this is a scoop exactly, but it's certainly not official yet. But yes, there has definitely been a split. They're not going to be together anymore. And the new name for the, the Groovy-based uh, conference will be called, at the moment, the G3 Summit. Uh, that G3 standing for Groovy Grails, and I believe Gradle is the other yes. big player in that. Yes, yes. And I think, I think it will be... It will be an upgrade of the of the Gradle Summit, and yeah. we will use the infrastructure and uh, and you know maybe the date, the recurring date, etc. And it actually makes perfect sense. A lot of people were surprised that the last um, Spring One was still to GX because um, Pivotal dropped the support for Groovy and Rails even before that. And I think the only reason it was this way is because it was actually announced earlier so it was it was only natural to see spring one without gx uh, for for this year um, and i think we all expected that and another um, sign for that was that the new date wasn't announced in the spring um, spring one to gx last year because i guess they had to figure out the new website and and the new logistics for for all of that 
So it's uh, it's all makes sense, and I have to say, uh, uh, well, it's hard for me to say, but I think I agree with Dan Woods. Well, it was uh, a natural consequence, as you say, of the pivotal transition. Uh, just I suppose that's the final ball to drop, you know, uh, or the shoe to drop, however you want to say it, uh, of their consequence of, of moving to a purely spring-based, cloud foundry-based company. We'll see how that works out for them long term. I, I still personally feel that that's a, a significant mistake on their part, but they're not listening to me anyway. We'll see how that goes. It'll be fun to get everybody together. The tentative information I have is that they're scheduling the G3 Summit for Fort Lauderdale in December. Now, the part of the No Fluff Just Stuff conference series, which, which I'm on, is something called the Rich Web Experience, which is usually yes. the first week in December in Fort Lauderdale. Yes, so, and it also was uh, always was collocated, not always, I think for five years or something, with what was called the Project Automation. Hmm. experience right and then i think it was renamed a couple of times um and now then it became called, right now they call it the rich web experience slash continuous delivery yeah experience. so continuous delivery experience yeah right so so, so they will they will build on top of that to build the three the three gx i would say g3 so we'll see how that um how that actually schedules, you know, to see whether they're concurrent or ones after the other or however they plan to play it. But I can assure you that uh, Fort Lauderdale in December is a good location. Yeah, yeah. I participated in the first project automation experience when in my talk I had more speakers than non-speakers as audience. <laughs> it was a total of five, three of them were speakers. Um, it was the first event, I think it was 50 people overall. Um, so yeah, looking forward. Should be it should be fun and definitely, uh, Florida in December sounds like a great idea. Uh, as soon as I get more information, we will of course put that on the Groovy podcast. But keep an eye out for that. It's it's going to be announced relatively soon. As soon as they have a destination page. The last I heard, they were just working out the details with the hotels. One thing I can tell you though is uh, Jay Zimmerman does who runs the No Fluff Just Stuff series does know how to run a conference so i expect that it will be a very pleasant experience for everyone spring one uh, 2jx was a conference under his organization always so he uh, just well, makes he the, just well the problem is the spring one program. part was under the pivotal people you know what i mean <laughs> so it was well, yeah i think the overall organization was by jay and pivotal people around the um uh, you know the content part but the organization was you know, you, you you could feel by by everything, by the food, by the by the equipment, by, by, by it, it was Jay's conference. Although anyway, they had some hard time figuring out who is in charge of the content. That's true. Now that'll be subject for many later uh, podcasts. We should mention the call for papers for Greech, the the Groovy conference in Madrid is now open, I believe. And also that uh, call for papers for both GreatConf EU and the GreatConf uh, US are underway and uh, actually ending quite soon. With our pace of the Groovy podcast, that may be um, the next one might be after they both will be closed. So it's worth mentioning that it's. No, no, we're we're going to get into gear here. We're going to be cranking these things out, even if I have to do it myself. <laughs> uh, no, I'm with you. I, you, you, you got my back. Uh, you won't be alone. That's for sure. So, any rate, uh, Great Conf in EU is in Copenhagen in the beginning of 
uh, June, I believe, uh, first week in June. Uh, Great Conf in the U.S. will be, I believe its typical time is the third or fourth July. week in July in Minneapolis. Uh, I'd rather be in Minneapolis in July than now. Uh, it's going to be very cold and snowy now, but it's much better to be there than uh, July is great. July is, is, is absolutely great. Now I'm looking at our notes, and the only thing I see other than this is that the we we did we both it turns out put in independently that the daily Gradle Twitter feed is now available from I put his name in the notes and I didn't know how to put the accent on the e do you know how to pronounce that uh, Schalk would you say Crony yeah Crony? that sounds about right I I call him Chalk so I really don't know about the last name. I'm, I'm guessing uh, if I get it wrong, please let us know. We'll make sure we get it right the next time. Uh, so at any rate, it's called At Daily Gradle. That's a, a nice one. Uh, the Gradle people have uh, had a relatively recent release with 2.10. I know 2.11 has a milestone version out now. I'm not sure where they're going with that yet. I know they're planning to change the model substantially, but I don't know if those substantial changes are going to wind up in 3.0. That was what I believe. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know whether there'll be major changes in a 2.11 or 12, or whether those major changes will be held to the 3.0 release, which is not far down the line, I believe. Yeah, it looks like so. It's been a while since those changes were announced. I think it was the Grails... Um, uh, sorry, the the Gradle summit last year. So it's it's been like I would say like seven months already. So yeah, it's about oh, time to see them released. I believe the Gradle summit for 2016 is also uh, having its current call for submissions as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's happening. I haven't seen that widely publicized, but I believe that's going on. Oh, and I should mention, if you want to say G3 and you say it's, if you don't want to say Groovy and Grails and Gradle, we certainly are more than happy to include Griffin in that, uh, just as a nod to yes. Andres Almiray. Yes. Uh, or you could say Gaelic, I suppose, or whatever other G you want. Chikaros or, yeah, we have plenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything that you happen to be doing or working on you want to mention? Uh, no, so I think I already mentioned our our excitement with uh, with Grail three and looking forward to 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 start migrating Bintray to it. And I will probably be back with some stories from the trenches uh, regarding our migration. It will be it will be fun. Great. Uh, I'll also mention I'm in the process of finishing up uh, my O'Reilly book called um, Gradle Recipes for Android. There's yes. already uh, I don't want to. I don't want to miss mentioning that there's already a Gradle for Android book from Pack Publishing. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Pelgrims, I think, did a wonderful job of that. Uh, mine's more a recipes book. His is more the traditional exposition. Mine will only have the advantage of having come out sufficiently later that it'll be on the more up-to-date versions of the software. But honestly, they're, they're hopefully quite complementary. And then we will see what happens before our next podcast. So uh, thank you very much for being available, especially at late notice. We should apologize to uh, Craig for being this late on this, right? Yes. <laughs> well, for our listener, the listener, I would say, right? Yeah, that's right, because uh, he's actually remarkably loyal, and, and uh, that's, that's good. I'm sure he for is. a single uh, listener, it's a, it's a great achievement. I think he's also, by the way, he gets credit for the entire unfollow Dan Veloper movement. 
which is Absolutely. really a, quite a and, resume stuff. And Groovy Horse and the Angry Elephant and all the rest of the fake uh, Twitter accounts. I'm sure he would deny those, but okay, yeah. We can say whatever we like. It's oh. it, listen only. You cannot deny. Okay, well, I will put something in Twitter about this podcast right here. Of course, it will also appear shortly on the Groovy Podcast homepage at nofluffjuststuff.com slash groovypodcast. Uh, good to see you, and hopefully we will talk again within a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Great. You take have a good, uh, have a, but Stay safe with the storm, and we'll talk soon enough. Excellent. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.